This is the Deep End with Nebraska diver Reagan Hinzig on 93.7 A Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome to the Deep End on 93.7 The Ticket. I'm Reagan Hinsey. Um, if you would like to see the Starter Hammond live stream, you can watch um, our live stream on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, and on Allo Channel 951. And if you would like to call or text in, we have the Honda of Lincoln Hotline and the Starter Hammond Jewelers text line at 402-464-5685. All right. Pretty, pretty uneventful week for me. Um, last week... Last week with Nick, we talked about how I lost a bet and I had to go golfing for the first time, Uh-oh. and not just like top golf, like actual golfing. Yeah, and it was not not good, <laughs> but that's okay. What's uh? What was the struggle? What was the big? Was it putting or? It was just, just hitting the ball in general. <laughs> <laughs> staying on the green, oh, I kept yeah. hitting it into like the woods, and then I'd have to like drop, and they were like. Do you want to add a? Do you want to add for every time you drop? And I'm like, it's already gonna be bad enough, so let's not. So. Was there a bet based off the score either, or how'd you how'd you get into yourself into this? Um, I had a bet with my boyfriend, and we like bet a lot. So like, huh. I lost the bet was this time, so I had to go golfing. Um, but then he lost a bet another time, and I had to make a TikTok with him, and like <laughs> okay. whatever. Um, basically, I could do whatever I wanted. And so there's this TikTok trend going around of like a, a SpongeBob noise, and it's like um, SpongeBob's dressed up in like a dress and stuff, and trying to get into a girl's party. Oh yeah. And so I put him <laughs> in one of my dresses and like my heels and stuff. Oh man. And it has like six thousand views right now. <laughs> and he's like, "Why did I agree?" You to guys this? really, uh, really put a lot of <laughs> weight on your bets. Oh yeah. <laughs> Usually it's like you know it's buying dinner or something, but <laughs> no. <laughs> That's pretty good. So you're not a big golfer then? No, I use I've only been to Top Golf like three times, and I guess that's yeah. not like actual golf, but like that's all I've done. Yeah. And so I had to borrow my friend's left-handed clubs <laughs> because I didn't want to pay for my own, obviously. Yeah, yeah. And it was it was it was hot, but I'm glad it wasn't like this week. It was like last sun- Saturday, so it was oh, like yeah. right around like 90. Um, I'm glad it wasn't yesterday because yesterday would have <laughs> been horrible. Yeah, or today, this morning, it's raining everywhere, so yeah. I don't know how much golf is going to be done today. So as you go, you play 18 holes? Mm-hmm. It's a long, it's a, it's a whole afternoon, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It took like four and a half hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I always, I, I'm not the, the biggest golfer, um, so I either like to keep it to kind of like par threes so that, you know, you're not walking all the way, or just do nine holes. And I know that's almost like a sacrilegious to, to big time golfers. Or, but really? Yeah. I just like, yeah, just do half. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, I'm done. I'm more of a... More like a basketball player. Someone's be like, "All right, I want to get out there, move, and uh, get it done quickly." But you know, golf is. A, did you did you enjoy yourself, or, or because of the struggles, not as much? I don't know if I would do it again. No. I feel like <laughs> half the time I was trying to find my ball. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, and then too, I I don't know. You know, it depends on on, on kind of the course, of what's going on, but you know, I. I I've made the biggest mistake in golf before, which is hitting a ball and then like searching for it. I thought that was my ball, and so I just kind of like hit it again. Then I saw some other guy over there like searching for the ball. I was like, ah, oh, that was his ball. <laughs> <laughs> so I just awkwardly walked away. I don't golf very much. I don't know how that mis- how often that mistake happens because there, you know, you shouldn't be hitting at the same time. But I think it was like the the, the courses were were or the holes were somewhat close to each other, mm. and we were both 
fairly off of our <laughs> where we were shooting for. So I think that's how that happened. Yeah. Yeah. Did you? Uh, so n- not a big golfer. Mm-mm. What's uh, any other sports? Obviously, besides swimming. Um. So I grew up running track and playing basketball because my dad um, used to be a track coach at Texas A&M. Oh. Wow. And then my mom is a high school basketball coach. So mm. I grew up doing those two. And then it came time to like decide what I wanted to do, and I was like, mm, "I'm gonna make my own path." Yeah. And so I just stuck with diving. But I haven't done either of those in a while, and I bet yeah. you I couldn't run a mile anymore. So, <laughs> did you, uh, because of the connections at Texas A&M, did you consider going there? Um, I actually trained there for a while. Okay. Um, but I never really. I've always wanted to get out of Texas, mm. so I never really looked. Like, I obviously had, like, some schools that I applied to in-state because of in-state tuition and all that. But I never really, like, wanted to stay in-state, even though it is a big state and I could get, like, eight hours away. Yeah, just wanted to get away from home a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. How about after uh, college? Do you you have a certain plan of where you want to, like, move or region or just kind of where life takes you? Um, Well, I'm just – so I can graduate in the fall of 2024. And then that – so for – I'm a music major, Mm -hmm. and so for going into grad school, they don't like to start in the winter. They usually start in August with everybody else, so I was going to take that entire semester to just, like, audition and stuff for grad school, because, like, obviously you have to apply, but then you have to get into the music school directly, Um, but ideally, I want to live on the East Coast for a little bit. Okay. So that's where most of my auditions, I think, are going to be. Have you you been out there? You just like the vibe on the East Coast, or is it more of, like, the school's... Um, just opera is really big on the East coast. Yeah. So that's what I, mainly what I'm thinking, but I've been like, I took a visit to Rutgers and I didn't really love New Jersey, but New York was cool. Yeah. So. <laughs> Which it's not a far drive at least, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know. I, I, that, that's kind of cool. So I didn't know you were very, you know, into opera. Do you, so you, you can yeah. sing in and, uh, yeah. and swim. <laughs> is that is that a combination too much on the team or No. No. That's, no, that's, I feel that like, sounds very really individual. I feel like Troy Bolton in high school musical. That's yeah. like <laughs> athlete and then also like I want to do both. Yeah. So. You're in between. Yeah. Hopefully there's not as the, the clicks aren't as <laughs> No, the clicks aren't fighting as bad. Fighting each other as yeah. much. Yeah. Uh that's really cool though. Uh my my uh sisters uh boyfriend is really into or you know is, is kind of get on stage and, and sing and such and they just went out to new york so i i'm not too familiar with it but i i did at least know a little bit of it, that that's basically why they went there and what they were looking around to go see some stages shows so yeah. um yeah that'd be cool so you don't know stage fright for you then um i have stage fright like when i talk like mm-hmm. when i'm standing in front of people and i have to talk like give a presentation that's terrifying yeah but like singing i kind of just like I usually don't remember what happens when I get, <laughs> once I get on stage because, like, the lights are so bright you can't see anybody. And so I'm just hmm. like, all right, I'm in my own little world. And then I get go sit back down and my friend, like, recorded my performance or something. And I'm like, how'd I do? I don't remember it. <laughs> yeah. So. Did the, is, do you have much of an opportunity here in, while you're at Nebraska to, to work and expand on that? Obviously, in college, uh, you certainly do. But is Nebraska, like, did that play into your decision at all? Um, no, I actually started out as a forensic science major, okay. um, and I was a forensic science major for two and a half years, and I realized, I kind of had like an epiphany one day over the summer, and I was like, dude, you've always wanted to do music, like, don't let one person like kill your joy for that one thing, um, and so I was like, you know what, I'm a switch, and now I'm actually in my first opera in the fall, oh, and okay. I'm really excited for that. Yeah, that will be fun. Do you, do you know what it is about, or, or is it? 
Um, so it was written by um, like the opera or the orchestra conductor mm. um, here at UNL oh, okay. and it's O Pioneers and it was it's based on a book written by Willa Cather who's like really big in Nebraska which yeah. I didn't know until like two months ago yeah. um, <laughs> but yeah I'm actually um, the understudy for like the second largest part in the opera and oh, wow. the, um, he basically the opera director told me that he was like you've never been in an opera so I'm not going to just go ahead and throw you like a lead or anything and I'm like that's totally understandable and stuff and then he was just like but this person that's coming in because it's in anniversary production so they have alumni coming in oh. um so the person i'm understudying for um has done work opera work in new york and in the east like on the east oh. coast and he was like you can learn a lot from her yeah. and so i was like oh that's a great opportunity thank you yeah so that will be cool so for uh, i guess those that don't know and myself included i'm not an expert <laughs> uh in an opera like what is the i guess is there because i know there's different parts is there it's, it's a blend of acting and in music yeah um so it's kind of like a musical um it's just a different type of singing basically Mm. um so musical is more like popular music style um and then opera is obviously like what you think when you hear opera is like the "Ah," (laughs) for ages and ages and ages but a lot of the times operas are in other languages okay that's one main difference between um musicals and operas and so like if you're doing an opera that's in a different language they'll usually have like at the top of the stage they'll usually have the english translation of what you're singing Mm. so the people actually understand what's going on do you know what you're singing I have to, yeah. Yeah. So you, do you have to learn languages to a degree? Yeah. Um, so for my degree, I'm currently taking French, mm. um, but then I also have to take English, Italian, French, and German diction, which is not necessarily what to understand what you're saying. Like you obviously have to like do your research on what you're singing about and stuff, so you'll learn it there. But it's more how to pronounce it and how to sound like a native speaker. So yeah. like you don't sound like an English person <laughs> trying to speak German. Yeah. That's that's fascinating. I didn't know. So is there is there I guess is the acting portion less than you would see in a typical musical? Is it more, or is it depend on the pl- on the on the play on the opera? Um, well, operas are very dramatic, so throughout the time, there's basically just a lot of like dialogue, which we call um, a recit, mm. um, going back and forth. So not much happens there, but like like I said, it's very dramatic. So somebody usually dies. And yeah. so obviously you have to have like a little bit of an acting background, but it's not as much as like you'd see on like a movie screen or anything. Okay. So did, did you, did you, you've done acting coming up to obviously to get, is, is that part of the singing part? Or is there like a, a one that, that kind of gets you a little rattle a little more? Oh, I suck at acting. Yeah. It's so bad. <laughs> I look like when I'm performing, that's what I've been working on for the past uh, three semesters now that I've been in that for so long uh, my voice professor is like all right we got to get you to not look like a brick wall when you're singing like you have to show some emotion so people have some idea of what you're singing about and it terrifies me so <laughs> <laughs> you feel like you're getting better though at least you know going through it a little bit yeah I feel like I'm getting better yeah it sounds like the role you, you played you're not as you know maybe it's uh you're giving yourself a little bit more. <laughs> I mean, I think you're probably a little bit better than you think you are. But everybody, you know, usually you're your you're biggest critic. Um, so, yeah. yeah. You know, that. <laughs> so, <laughs> what, so when's that coming up? You're, 
Um, time to prepare for it yeah so rehearsals start the first week of school um so basically we have all summer to learn our part and i mean it's not like required for us to learn our part but it's easier because um our performance is like the second week of october so we'd really have like eight weeks to learn and memorize all of our lines and so it's really nice to have that entire summer too yeah Oh, that, well, that, that's something to look forward to. Is it now? I, as far as your, uh, you know, athletic part, this uh, swimming, does that? Um, I guess what what season is that in, and does that kind of cross or ever kind of is going to be something that's going to be hard to juggle? I suppose. Um, so I actually just medically retired from diving. Okay. So the obviously then the schedules don't mix, mm-hmm. mix but I haven't been able to do an opera because of um, athletics, mm. um, because the opera is like. Right now, the music building's under construction, so we have to go on, like, what's called opera tour, and we have to go all around Nebraska instead of just having it at our place. Oh, okay. Um, so we'll have it in, we'll actually have it at the Lead Center this year, which is really cool, but then we'll have it in, like, Red Cloud and, like, Ord, Nebraska and mm. stuff like that. Um, but since it's that second week of October, that's usually when swim season starts, and swim season is October through, like, April. Oh, okay. So are you going to be, uh, do you have any, like, um, are you going to be around the team or anything? Or do you need, do you need to be, I, I guess? Um, my coach said I could basically like do what I, like it's on my own terms. Mm-hmm. I could come to a practice if I want. I don't have to. Um, but I think I'm going to, he's going to need help out with meets and like, just like running, like announcing and how to run, um, like the technical side of it. So I might help mm-hmm. out with the meets and stuff. Do you have any interest in, in coaching or anything like that, diving eventually or, or like a bit down the line maybe, do you think? Or is it, um, you know, kind of, I guess that, that's only, I don't know how to expand <laughs> on that, I guess, yeah. Um, okay, so I actually, over the summer I've taught, uh, I was like the little dive coach for like the seven-year-olds at mm-hmm. Hillcrest Country Club. Um, but I've also been like a club coach for the some of the kids that are actually at Junior Nationals right now. Um and I think it's a good way to transition out of the sport for me just because, like, diving's been my life for 15 years. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if I can't be doing the sport, I like coaching it, but I don't think that would – I would make that my career now. Not necessarily a long-term thing. No. Uh, well, so what uh, – again, I, I'm, I'm subbing in this week, <laughs> so I haven't uh, I had a chance to talk to Reagan. So maybe we're going over some things that have been, that have been said before. Uh, but I'm sure there's new listeners out there too. Uh, what, uh, what caused you to have to medically uh, retire? Um, I had some problems um, since October going on with, like, my chest and stuff. And we've had – I've had um, very bad, like, cysts around there. Mm. And the doctor was like, with any other sport um, – I'd just tell you to wear, like, a tighter sports bra, basically, um, or, like, add another one or something. But with diving, since you're basically just in a swimsuit and you're spinning at 30 miles an hour, it's kind of hard to, like, prevent those. And so um, to just keep the pain to a minimum, she said that it'd be best to stop. Ah, so. okay. Uh, probably a little bit disappointing news for you. Did, did yeah. you, uh, uh, you feel like you got the, uh, you know, fulfillment out of your, your time, at least, that you've been able to do it? Somewhat, yeah. My freshman year, um, I started competing, and then um, I broke my hand, and I had to have surgery on my thumb, mm. and so I redshirted. Um, so this would have been my like senior season. Mm. Um, so it's kind of disappointing, but also I also don't want to live every day in excruciating pain. Right. Yeah. So like, <laughs> it's never the pain's never fully gonna go away, but if I can minimize it, that's the goal. Yeah. And I mean, it's also got to be somewhat relieving. I know you look forward to your senior year, 
uh, and competing and whatnot, but to, you know, be able to kind of wrap it up and kind of, you know, already be a little bit reflective on it and yeah. the, the opportunity that you had and, you know, how fun it was, I'm sure. Yeah. And the team is great. Um, if you have a chance, um, anybody that's listening, if you have a chance to go watch one of the meets, I think they're really fun. The only downside is it's in a pool, so it's very poorly circulated, yeah. like the air. It's very humid and very stuffy. <laughs> um, but the energy is so fun and I'm going to miss it a lot. Yeah. So when you, what, as far as diving goes, is that part of the, of the team? Um, is that, I guess I, I don't know, is it somewhat similar to track where you're, um, you know, you, you just kind of all combined and, and you kind of get graded on that? Or is it like, I guess when you, when you got to Nebraska, was it because of your diving ability or was it like, okay, altogether, now we're going to put you into diving? Um, so it's almost exactly like track. Okay. Um, so sw- you either swim or dive. You don't do like some jumpers do sprints too and stuff like that. Yeah. It's not like that at all, okay. but, um, it is individually scored. Like you can place as an individual, but then there's also like the team. team score. Um, so I'd say it's most similar to track and field. Yeah. Oh, okay. But you, so when, when did you decide or, or was it always like, you know, when you got into it, it's like, I'm a diver. There's no. Or, or did you try swimming ever? No. No. <laughs> I took swim lessons so I could swim six feet to the edge of the pool and get out, and that's about <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it. I cannot swim. Some of my closest friends, like, swim the mile. Yeah. And I'm like, how Oof. do you do that? Yeah. How do you do that? I can't really swim either. I like the I like my feet to be able to touch the ground. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was past that, I, I get worried. And then, uh, of course, the, the worst thing to do is start panicking, which, you know, yeah. that happens pretty quick for me, too, <laughs> uh, if I get too far. Not in the deep end, necessarily, but in an ocean or something, or a lake. Uh, but, uh, yeah, that's interesting. So did you, when you, when you were, I guess, when did you know that you were like, hey, I'm actually a pretty good diver, because, you know, I kind of think of myself, like, going to swimming pools when you're younger, and then uh, when did you know, like, hey, this is a, a, actually more than a talent than just like, hey, I'm, you know. I could go D1 for this. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I've been diving since I was six. Okay. Um, so it's basically my whole life. Um, it's really hard, like, transitioning out of it just because a lot of athletes struggle with, like, an identity crisis when they're done with yeah. their sport. Um, but like I said, I did basketball and track. I tried everything. I did, like, volleyball. I did cross country. Don't know why. I, that was horrible. <laughs> Props to you if you can run long distance. Um, <laughs> was that uh, one one season then? Um, it was two because it would get me in shape for basketball season. Oh, okay. Um, but at high school, I basically was like, all right, so I think I can go pretty far in diving. Um, and just like time, time wise, my dad was like, you might want to chop it down to like one or two sports. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I think I'm going to stick with diving. And then, um, it changed my senior year, but you could start getting recruited like you're, now it's you can start getting recruited the June before your junior year, but when I was in high school, it could be the June before your senior year. Okay. And so I started getting recruited, and I actually got the recruiting call from Nebraska while I was dog-sitting for my <laughs> club coach while he was out of town. <laughs> and I was just, like, pacing back and forth, and I was so nervous. Um, yeah, basically just I realized I could do it once I started getting recruited because, yeah. like, like you said earlier, you're like yourself's your biggest critic. And so I didn't have a lot of confidence in myself. Hmm. Um, and yeah, I just, I started getting recruited and I had like 35 people recruiting and I was like, wow. Oh my goodness, what is <laughs> happening? 
Now, did, so, yeah. did you have to, uh, you know, I kind of think of like football and huddle and getting taped together. Is it, uh, do, does your name, do you think, get out there more um, just because of the scores and the competition? Or, or is, there, is there like tape you have to put together? Both. Yeah. Um, a lot of college coaches um, either are also club coaches or they go to like some of the meets like junior nationals. Um, a lot of college coaches will go to that. Um, but I also put stuff on like YouTube and stuff. Mm. It wasn't like a specific app or something that you had to yeah. put it on. Um, but now a lot of people are doing like a separate like diving Instagram account just so it's easier to access okay. and like easier to post. Um, but yeah, you did like when I emailed them, I filled out a questionnaire and then I'd be like, hi, so-and-so blah, 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 blah. And then I'll be like, this is a link to like my most recent um, dive meet. Like, if you'd like to check out the other videos, it's all on my YouTube channel, stuff mm -hmm. like that. So, like, I'd just send it with them so they'd have, like, the access to it. Did you – so did you get um, – like, did you, like, have to contact the colleges first then? Sometimes. Or as far as recruiting sometimes? Yeah. Reach um, I reached out to so many people. I reached out to, like, 60-something colleges just because my dad always was, like, cast a wide net. Oh, yeah. And I was like, okay. Um, so basically just to – uh, get their attention. Like I said, I just fill out the questionnaire and then email them, and that usually like would get the ball rolling and stuff. Okay, what was it about N Nebraska that was that was that a goal? Because it sounded like when you were you know dog sitting like that was pretty exciting at the foot to get the Nebraska call. Um, it was one of the bigger schools, um, here and Pitt, hmm. and like I think Duke reached out to me at some point or something okay. like that. Um, like. Just when I'd see a bigger name, I'd be like, oh, my gosh, this is intimidating. This yeah. is scary. Um, but this was my first visit. Hmm. And my dad actually works in college, like, admin okay. now. Um, he's the associate athletic director at Sam Houston State University. I don't know hmm. if you know where that is. Um, but he was like, don't fall in love with your first visit. Hmm. And I was like, okay, dad. <laughs> and he came with me on this one. And as soon as, like, we got back on the plane or, like, as soon as my coach dropped me off at the airport with him, um, he was like, so I have a secret. And I was like, what's up? And he was like, I kind of fell in love with your first visit. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, you told me not to. And then you did this. Yeah. Um, so it's good I advice, like, but it's hard to it's hard to not to. You know? Yeah. And um, I, I really like that my dad liked the like the business side of things. Mm -hmm. And then I also just really like the team atmosphere and like the opportunities that we get as a student athlete. Cause, um, compared to all the other places I visited, like this is by far the best, like they, we, Nebraska treats their athletes well. Mm. So that's like, that's what Husker fans like to hear. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Uh, we better throw it to break. Oh, um, all right. Uh, whoa, let me start that over. <laughs> um, I'm Rangan Hinsey on the deep end and we'll be right back on 93.7 the ticket. 